the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir Nathaniel Lundy. This, of course, is a Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And on this uh, hot and heavy hump day episode, uh, we're going to give you a sneak preview of NFL Week 3 action uh, we got picks on a prop. We got picks on the total. We got picks on the spread. But before we get to that, did you know today is Redhead Appreciation Day? What? It, it is. So, you know, if you're a gingerphobe, uh, not necessarily the day for you, but uh, maybe you're a hater of Carson Wentz. Uh, never really liked Andy Dalton, but I will say this. My favorite redhead of all time, Bill Walton. I would certainly oh. love to sit back in his TP. Pass the peace pipe around and then just uh, coast on the old magic carpet ride. There's nothing better to me than Bill Walton taking me on that magical journey during a random Pac-12 college basketball call. I can see that from a sports standpoint. My problem is you're talking about the redheads. My my brain goes in other directions. I start thinking about Hollywood. <laughs> I think about our former co-host on the Fantasy Football yeah. Hour, yeah. Uh, the great Lauren Gardner, uh, Amy Adams, the Ooh, actress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who You and I, of course, are here in, uh, in Denver, and she actually grew up uh, just south of Denver for a while. She was down there. And so, you know, you think about all of those. But if you're going to go – on the sports front, Brad, I would imagine the teepee and the peace pipe will be uh, will be smoking uh, to celebrate Redhead Day with Mr. Walt. Yeah, look, if uh, Brandon Funst were doing this podcast, immediately he would say, Chad Pennington, Chad Pennington, I love Chad Pennington. For whatever reason, he is Chad Pennington's biggest fan, and uh, he's got redheaded tendencies. And I did find a shirtless picture of him on the Internet holding his dog, and I think Brandon has it framed next to his bedside so there you go uh, to all the redheads out there enjoy your day enjoy your day and if you're a fake redhead eh, enjoy it anyway because there are a lot of those out there too there are a lot of those you're right about that all right uh, before we get to today's picks remember we're sponsored by DraftKings sportsbook it is uh you know one of the best sports books in my opinion the best on the planet and all i gotta do is this if you want to get action on the nfl want to get action on the mlb get action on the nba nhl whatever is your pleasure go to your app store download the DraftKings sportsbook app it's america's top rated sportsbook app and when you sign up don't forget to use that promo code ftn because they have a smoking hot offer all new users Get the chance to turn $1 into $100 and they bet on any team. That's right. You can place a $1 bet on any team. And if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. And you can even do it on MMA as well. Pick a fighter. If that fighter wins, you bet $1 as a new user. You then score $100 in your account at UFC 253 this weekend. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit, withdraw your money at your convenience. Again, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code FTN when you sign up. And when you get that can't-miss offer, just place it on whatever team you want to win in the NFL during Week 3. Bet $1 on them, and you get $100 in return if they secure the W. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code FTN during sign-up for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's get to Wednesday's Fade 5. 
number five. All right, uh, all the NFL picks. Uh, trying to under some of the early week values out there. And one game, I think, has got a lot of pew, 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 shootout appeal. Dallas in Seattle. The total is hefty at 55 and a half. And Lundy, I am taking the over. Yes, I'm going to side with the public here. 69% of the early public spread tickets indeed chasing that over. But neither one of these defenses plays, uh, you know, what they're supposed to do. Defense. Dallas uh, has given up just 3.4 yards per carry to running backs, but they have surrendered a whopping 8.2 YPA to quarterbacks so far this season. See Newton, comma, Cam uh, here recently. Uh, that's what he did against Seattle, and that was just bombardment as they gave up 8.6 YPA to quarterbacks. Matt Ryan, of course, did all the damage against the Dallas Cowboys last week. Seattle, stingy against the run, just 2.9 yards per carry. But again, I think it is going to be a fireworks display here between Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, right now, your front runner for league MVP after dropping uno, dos, tres, Quattro touchdowns on Stephon Gilmore and the McCordys and that much revered and much publicized New England secondary. Fade or follow me on the over 55.5 total points. Well, we are starting to see some of that money come in on the under. They're sneaking in, but I'm taking the over, Brad. I'm rolling us up into the upper 50s and towards 60. Of course, you know, Dallas had the comeback thanks to the epic meltdown by Atlanta. You know that they're going to have a little bit of swagger this week thinking, okay, we pulled one off, man. Don't tell mom that we took cookies from the jar, right? Because they stole that one. You know it. Uh, But you're right. Seattle right now doing okay against the run, but the pass, they're giving it up. And I think that Dallas can take advantage of that. They've got a great wide receiver receiving core, obviously, and they can go up against the Seahawks. I think this does have the pew, 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 shootout appeal. I'm going to follow. Shh, don't tell mom I'm in gambling debt. Number four. All right, moving on. Kansas City and Baltimore, the Monday night showcase, a throwdown, hopefully for the ages. Uh, this game's got a lot of sex appeal, and I'm going to be glued to the television because we've got the reigning regular season MVP and Lamar Jackson going up against the reigning Super Bowl MVP and Patrick Mahomes. And I'm going to side with the red here. It is uh, Redhead Appreciation Day, and uh, that's kind of the helmet, I guess, that Patrick Mahomes is wearing. So give me Kansas City. Plus three and a half. Only 58% of the public spread tickets right now, according to Sports Insights, on KC. Now, KC uh, had a battle on their hands a week ago against the L.A. Chargers, fronted by Justin Herbert. Uh, Kansas City has struggled in containing the pass so far this season. 8.7 YPA allowed and four and a half yards per carry allowed to running backs as well. Could be an advantage for Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, and Gus the Boss in the trenches. But Baltimore has struggled in their own right, defending the run, giving up 4.8 YPC to RBs, but just 6.2 YPA through the air. Mahomes will spike that number. I, I think the hook comes into play here, Lundy. Uh, maybe you know coming down to the very last possession, but I think Kansas City keeps this one close. Uh, it's shocking to me that they're catching three and a half. So give me the reigning world champions plus the three and a half against Baltimore. Fade or follow? Well, I'll tell you what, Brad. I am going to follow on this one, but it's because of that hook. I think this could be a two-point game. I think this could be a three-point game. I actually think Baltimore wins, but if you're going to throw three and a half, if you're going to give me the hook, 
book, then just like a dumb trout in a Colorado <laughs> Creek, I am going to bite. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to follow on this one because I do think this is going to be a fantastic Monday night game. I do think it's going to be close. Like I said, I think Baltimore will actually hand Kansas City the loss, but I do think it's going to be close, and therefore I will side with KC just in case that hook comes into play or maybe a late touchdown, late heroics by Patrick Mahomes gets them over the top and they actually leave with a straight-up win. Help me out for once, yar, Captain Hook. Number three. All right, let's go to our monkeyknifefight.com player prop of the day presented, of course, by Monkey Knife Fight. You haven't checked out Monkey Knife Fight. It's revolutionizing DFS. Uh, you don't have to go against stack lineups. Uh, you don't have to go against another human being. You're going up against the house. Basically, you're going up against an algorithm. And all you got to do is this. Go to monkeyknifefight.com. Use that promo code FTN. And when you sign up, you get a free $5 game on the house. It's that simple. It's more or less over or under yards, fantasy points, receptions, passing yards, touchdowns, whatever is your pleasure. They got it all at monkeyknifefight.com. We are uh, going to go over or under on some fantasy points, and it's the Chark Attack, DJ Chark, and he's going to be a hammerhead here on the over. Look, I know he's been underutilized so far this season. He's only seen 12.9% of the Jacksonville Jaguars' target share through two games and only 18.4% of the team's total air yards. But he's caught all seven of his intended looks from Gardner Minshew uh, for 109 yards and a touchdown, a handsome 10.3 average depth of target. And he's got to go up against his Miami secondary, likely to be without the services of Byron Jones or top cover corner, which means he may get a lot of Xavier and Howard in coverage. And Howard's a giver. He's given up 1.50 yards per snap, 117.9 pass rate into his assignments. And Miami, a staggering 10.5 pass yards per attempt allowed through two weeks here, uh, Lundy. So I think Chark, hell, he may even have to score a touchdown. This could be like 5 for 70, and that would score the over. So, again, I'm over 11.5 fantasy points, full PPR, mind you, fade or follow. Brad, I'm dying because the piece of paper, my notes for today's hump day edition of the podcast right in front of me, it says doesn't matter if he finds the end zone, five catches, 70 yards. Ah, I'm not nice. kidding. It is I exactly read your damn mind. Exactly. Right down to the yardage and wow. catch totals. Yes, I don't think it matters whether he finds the end zone. Miami is going to need a bigger boat. Spooky. I can read Lundy's mind. Number two. All right, moving on. Detroit, Arizona. I already had on yesterday's pod a pick on the over in another game that's got a lot of that pew, 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 pew shootout appeal. Uh, they're in the desert. I'm also on the Lions catching five and a half. 65% of the public spread tickets right now on Arizona. Uh, one of the talks of the NFL is this team uh, getting the job done in the first couple of weeks, of course, being San Francisco on the road, and then following up against weakened Washington and handling business there in the desert. Now, Detroit, uh, they've given up 6.9 yards per carry to running backs, so you got to think Kenyon Drake has uh, his salivary glands working overtime. They've also given up a 7.3 YPA through the air. Arizona, 4.8 yards per carry allowed to the rushers so far this season and a 7.3 YPA to QBs. The key to this game, and I think it's going to happen, is Kenny Galladay being back and active. If that is the case, you match with Marvin Jones, you match with TJ Hawkinson. I think Matthew Stafford has sorely missed his top target and in this one, even with Patrick Peterson there and you know, Terry McLaurin had his way against uh, Double P last week, I think those two are going to connect early and often, and it's going to keep 
this one close. Again, I'm not saying Detroit's going to win outright, but I think they lose by a field goal against Zona. Again, give me the five and a half and day trois. Fade or follow? I am going to follow you, but I will say this. I agree that Galladay is the key. So, Brad, this might be one that that I, I might wait till a little bit closer to Sunday for me to decide where I want to place my bet. I know there's some value in the early week, but it might be one where I throw something down today and then wait to see exactly what happens as we get even closer. Because if we believe that Galladay is going to play, I think he is the difference maker. Because I think that if, if this turns into a track meet, if these guys are just throwing points on the board like confetti, um, then I think it stays close, and I think Detroit getting the points helps you out. But if, if Galladay does not play, I'm all over Arizona because then I think the track meet favors them, and I'd rather uh, be I'd rather be chasing the Cardinals with this one because I think Detroit's in trouble. I think you're right. Matthew Stafford misses his boo. Oh, sports betting gods, please give us Kenny Galladay. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, Carolina. And the L.A. Chargers, no Christian McCaffrey. Got to miss four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. Can Teddy Bridgewater and company keep this one close against maybe Justin Herbert? Like, Anthony Lynn, why? What are you thinking? Tyrod? You really got to go back to him. You really think Taylor gives you the best chance to win? You know what? Screw it. I'm not even going to wager on the line. I just want the total, and I'm taking the under here because if Taylor is indeed under center, that is taking a step back offensively for the L.A. Chargers. And, look, they're going to ground and pound anyway uh, with Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly, who's already got 37 touches, an exhaustive workload last week. And I think that could be replicated this week. Why? Because Carolina has allowed the most fantasy points to running back position. They're giving a 4.9 yards per carry to opposing plowshares. Also surrendering 7.0 YPA to quarterbacks through the air. The Chargers have done a really good job in the trenches. 3.9 yards per carry allowed to RBs and just a 5.9 YPA to signal callers. And remember, they faced a guy named Patrick Mahomes last week. Uh, Hayward and company have been getting it done. Uh, 44 is too rich, too many points. Uh, this game could be 2017 at most, I believe, given the injuries and given the shortcomings of Taylor, if he is indeed the starter for L.A. Fade or follow me, the under 44, Panthers, Chargers. The early money, Brad, in the week was jumping on the over, but I'm with you. I'm taking the under on this one. I think it stays below that total. You got two teams uh, that can try to try try to put up a defensive effort. We know the Chargers can do it. Uh, not really convinced about Carolina, but yes, without the CMC uh, football factory for Carolina for several weeks, uh, they're in trouble. And yes, you know how much it pains me to throw any sort of weight behind a duck, uh, but... <laughs> Justin Herbert belongs on the field for the Chargers. I do not know what Anthony Lynn is thinking. Put the young man out there. Let him continue uh, to get better because if you want to have a battle in the AFC West, if you're the Chargers for the next several years, go ahead and take off the swim floaties and push him into the deep end. <laughs> oh, that's a great analogy. I love that. Yeah, seriously, Anthony. The guy had 311 damn yards last week. He only made one mistake. Start the man. And that is a wrap on today's Fade the Noise podcast. Please check us out on Twitter. Me at Noisy Chavos. Lundy at Nate Lundy. Drop us a rating and or review, would you kindly? And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com for all of your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. Use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to get 10% off your subscription today. And as always, fade or follow. That is up to you. Fade. 
The Noise.